Welcome to Two Girls, One Server. I'm just filling space because you're supposed to be shit here eventually. Not to derail part two of episode one. Okay, I would like to point out this is technically our third attempt at filming episode one. <laughs> our in-person attempt was uh, a green out. <laughs> those are bloopers, like, for our weddings. <laughs> and then my audio curse struck last episode. And, and so... my stupidity. Um, and then tonight, I sharp myself right before I came on stream. <laughs> But you had toilet paper. I did. One roll. Shout out to Aaron for stealing from my job um, and putting it in my purse without me noticing. Um, Was that actually going to be my first question to you today is whether or not you had toilet paper. I, thanks to thanks to a benevolent friend who risked her job. Um, but I did, I did fart really loudly and aggressively in the bathroom while I was getting ready. And I was like, hell yeah. I was like dancing around. I was like, oh, that felt good. And I sat down and I was like... <laughs> It's more than a fart. I think that I have a big problem with incontinence when I get older. <laughs> That's how I feel about my bladder. Like, I've got the world's smallest bladder. Yeah. I, I am chronically dehydrated, but when I drink a normal amount of water, I pee every hour. I'm convinced that my boss probably thinks that I'm, like, trying to avoid work because of how often I'm in the bathroom. But I swear, it's just I literally have to pee. <laughs> Isn't it crazy when you start realizing the problems you have now that you're like, those are going to be bad when I'm old. Mm -hmm. That's going to be yeah, fun like, to deal with in a few years. <laughs> my hands already hurt now, and I have a terrible habit of cracking my knuckles. I cannot break it. I don't want to break it, frankly. Yeah. And no, it's, uh, it's going to – I'm going to be an old person, and I'm not going to be able to move my fingers. I am. Um, I have, like, <laughs> awful circulation sometimes, or, like, my feet and my fingers go numb, and I'm, like – I think about, like, what I hear when old people are, like, please. I'm, like, oh, God, <laughs> no. Please. Um, but – yeah, um, so I cleaned myself up, and <laughs> I'm poop-free today. Um, today. Hey, I managed to poop today, and Hell so yeah. did you, so Look proud of us. us. Proud of us. I mean, mine was a little <laughs> tiny little drop of poop, but... It mine took it. forever. It was this dry-ass turd that I've been trying to push out for, like, three days. <laughs> I love getting you to talk about your turds. <laughs> Um, I feel like being full of shit in many ways yeah. is uh, one of my defining factors. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a classic trait to have. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But I did learn recently the secret to a good anal douche. 
gonna put this out in the world. I'm okay, penis. there there are two big mistakes that people make with anal douching. Okay, uh-huh. first first is you're not giving yourself an enema. You don't need to put that much water up there. Like, oh, I if you yeah. put too much water up there, you're gonna wash too far in your colon. It's gonna be a problem. Okay. Second one, warm water. Warm water. If like really warm water if you do that it'll convince your muscles that you're pooping and it'll contract and like release whatever's in the chamber is it supposed to be salt water too am i crazy or like okay. no salt water is like a specific i think that's for flushing out infections and shit mm. like specifically for douching normal tap water like don't don't be putting salt up your colon i uh... <laughs> I appreciate that this has become a health podcast <laughs> right off the bat. Uh, we're here to talk to you about uh, – No, no. It's ways. an anal sex podcast. That's um, what it is. Exclusively, <laughs> that's actually the, 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 the podcast theme. Um, is All we're going to talk mean, about is anal fucking and douching and anything regarding buttholes for the foreseeable future. Um, considering our uh, namesake, yeah. it's appropriate. Yeah. No, it's um, it's true. <laughs> Uh-huh. Disclaimer, neither of us are into scat play. We're just going to put that out there I right now. I'm like, I don't play with my shit. Um, I do, however. I just talk about it. Talk about it a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of that, I think I, I mentioned this before, but I was, um, oh, I um, <laughs> I came in my sleep last night, which was really nice. Um, it was a really good dream. It was a huge dick. Um, and I think it has something to do with the fact that I'm using a dildo more to get off. Um but I'm pretty uncomfortable with the fact that the dildo is uncomfortably cold. And I mentioned this before, but I uh. feel like I am fucking a dead body. Um, it's <laughs> very cold and very soft. And it made me realize that I feel like a lot of women would be capable of fucking, fucking a dead, a dead person. Bye-bye. Because how many yeah. of us use dildos? Um Anyway, this is single women thoughts. This is things that pop into my head as I lay alone in bed at night and hope that I'll get off in my dreams like I did last night. Um, also, I can squirt on command. Can Woo! we celebrate this? Like That is amazing. Dude, it's incredible. It's so fun. I figured it out. I figured out the trick to squirting. It's the secret to life. Is um, it being hydrated? <laughs> yes, it's just peeing yourself aggressively. <laughs> aiming it at the wall (laughs) i mean honestly people on the internet are not gonna know the difference exactly like i sold you a piss video you sucker (laughs) i shouldn't say that because (laughs) you'll just attract a different kind of audience exactly exactly um shout out to my OnlyFans. um anyway i um no it's um it's about clit stimulation which a lot of men don't know about so that might be why you're not getting them to squirt that is yeah i mean i've never i've come fairly close to squirting and the only time i've like come close to what feels like squirting is after like multiple vibrator orgasms like it has to be intense vibrator orgasms like i i'm losing control of every muscle in my body kind of thing yeah um you know that scene in lord of the rings when like the river drowns the you i forgot that (laughs) i'm a degenerate (sighs) <sighs> anyway the people who do know what i'm talking about will understand the reference that's how i feel when i squirt <laughs> shout out to tolkien <laughs> um for yeah yeah it's a uh, it's like this river takes over the bad guys and drowns them and but the river is like horses and it's like intense and 
Okay, but on the topic of masturbation, something uh-huh. I've been thinking a lot about lately yes. reading like R sex on Reddit. Uh-huh. Um humping for masturbating. Like I am reading so many stories about these women who started off masturbating or continue to masturbate by like humping pillows or like a corner of a blanket or something. And that's like the only way they masturbate. And and then on on our sex, it's like most women do this apparently like 90% of women are like this is how I masturbate and I'm like really I don't know why that's blowing my mind but it is I am picturing dogs in my head. <laughs> yes like it looks so awkward in my head which I'm sure it looks awkward in real life too but like I don't know maybe my clit's just too sensitive for that but like it feels good to rub it on something, but I couldn't imagine doing that to, like, come. It can – rubbing it – I think of, like, having a yeast infection and being, like <laughs> – Just scooting <laughs> like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> but I like, think that's I why so many women – like, there's no, all these women true. out there who are, like, be on top so you can rub your clit yeah. against the dude when – and I'm, like, that's never gotten me off, ever. Yeah. Like, I would – that would be far too much pressure would, on I my would, clit to it work. It would also take a while. To, in my mind yeah. like I need that aggressive yeah. <laughs> see I need soft I need soft oh, on soft my clit masturbator? I'm I mean unless it's a vibrator which is a whole different story that's true well I guess She's I guess sensitive I guess mine is when you're when you're going to squirt okay lesson time when it's squirt I'm gonna use this penis right here now but say that's the <laughs> clit um it's like you have to go like that when it's when you're trying to get yourself to squirt but then as it starts building up then you have to go like this aggressively and then back to like slow and then yeah (laughs) bell's getting turned on (laughs) (laughs) i mean always (laughs) uh yeah i uh i'm in horny jail right now to be completely fair i uh i could i could use some dick yeah, I, I've been a little bit out of commission, so I had my surgery. Yes. Um, for the listeners in the audience dropping the, the womanhood bomb, I got my tubes removed. Mm-hmm. I am sterilized. Um, so I – and then I got my IUD at the, out at the same time, and I wasn't allowed to have sex for two weeks, uh, which – I made it a week and a half, so – Hey, you're, but still, then you're got, still alive. <laughs> Then I got my period, and then I got a cold sore. So, like, my holes were all out of commission. And I was sitting there like, come on, man. Like, I just want to fuck. And I I can. Like, I have period sex. Period sex is fine. I don't – it doesn't bother me all that much. But I can't, like, sit on his face when I'm on my period. No. Yeah. Not for most people, anyway. No, I'm also – I guess I'm technically out of commission, too. I um, got a pap smear last week, and they called me – they told me – we won't call you unless anything, unless there's something wrong. And I'm sitting at my desk yesterday and I see Planned Parenthood calling me. And I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> so I go out, I like walk down my steps into the lobby and I answer. And it was like, she's like, hi, is this, is this Babs? I'm just calling to give you a update on your test results. Um, so it would appear that you're very healthy, but you do have um, what appears to be a yeast infection. And I was like, what and she's like yeah do you have any symptoms and I was like at the time I was like no surprisingly I had no idea and she's like okay good that we don't need to do anything about it and hung up the phone and then I woke up this morning and my vagina is literally on fire it's it's itchy it's like it knew it was like we're gonna wait a week we're gonna wait till she thinks everything's fine and then we're gonna fuck her up bamboozle her yeast fuckers 
Um, and it made me want to like, yeah, it, it's just, it's, it's, um, but I gotta go get one of those like tube things at the grocery yes, or the drugstore and like a, shove it up your coochie. I got a Kegel, Kegel and egg. yogurt out your. <laughs> you know, this, they're like eggs. You have to like hold it in. You're like, okay, hold that cream I, in there. I've me. been notorious for UTIs. I have terrible UTIs to the point where if you guys have seen my Instagram story, Anki got me a t-shirt that said UTI more like you plus I. Which was really fucking adorable <laughs> in the weirdest way. Yeah. Um, like I'm, I get a ton of those, but I've only ever had one yeast infection. And let me tell you, that is, it's a tampon tube full of yogurt that you gotta like shove up there, and you gotta hold it up there, and then it like leaks, and it's so Dude, uncomfortable. There's so many weird <laughs> things. Like, like my mom was like, sit in a bath with some apple cider vinegar in the water and shove a garlic clove up there, and I was like, woman, that sounds like a nightmare i'm not trying to cast a spell on myself like what <laughs> what like i believe in home remedies but i am terrified to put garlic in my like, coochie how, like that's just barely... gonna fuck my ph the other thing is like i can barely get a tampon out how do you want me to get a clove of garlic out of there we have to be like hey man um i know we said we were gonna have sex tonight but i actually need you to finger the garlic clove out of me that's all the way up there once we get that done i'll give you a blowjob and we'll be call it even Cool. Cool. The real way to suss out a vampire is to stick a garlic clove up your coochie. <laughs> See if he'll bite you. Yeah. <laughs> You'll know quickly. Yeah. Speaking of vampires, I um started rewatching True Blood for some oh, God. reason. I don't know. I think oh, it was because my family was using the Netflix account, so I couldn't watch the show I was watching. Because we only have one screen. So I went on HBO and I was like, I'm bored. That show's wild. I tried to start watching that because it's on the, like, I've watched most of the dumb vampire shows because, whatever, I enjoy them and they're easy. Yeah. Um, True Blood, I it's taking me a while to get into it. Like, I, I started watching it and I was like, I'm just not, there's nothing yet that's quite hooking me, it's you know? It's just kind of like. Beginning. It's real. I yeah. don't know what got me into it before, except that I can only imagine I was a prepubescent homeschooled Christian girl. Um, because now I'm watching it, it like, okay, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, yeah, it's not as, it's not as, it's not as hot as I remembered it, but I, I, I also love Alexander Skarsgård. I love all this. Mm -hmm. I would literally fuck every single Skarsgård except for one of them. There's, there's, there's one brother that, and that I wouldn't, and I would totally do the dad. Um, but I definitely fell for the Skarsgård watching True Blood when I was younger and I still am very into him. He did the Northman. Still would fuck him in a heartbeat. Um, but yeah, now I'm just kind of watching, waiting for him to reappear. But yeah, for now, it's kind of cringe. I don't know. I don't, I'd have to look <laughs> that up. Like, I know the name, but I'm, I know your type. Oh, so probably oh, not mine. Honestly, though, <laughs> honestly, they might be your type. Some of them might be. Hold on. Let's maybe pull up the Scars Guard Brothers. Um, I totally butchered the spelling of their name, so. Um, okay, maybe not. I don't know. All right, I'm looking them up. I'm looking them up. Here. Oh, okay. So the, you the, like, um. You uh, like, the it, the it, uh, 
Yes, the it actor. You like um, him, he's, right? He seems like yes, your type. Totally my type. Yes. He is also in he's in a show. Oh my god, I cannot remember the name of it for the life of me right now, but it's another one of those weird, like supernatural shows where he plays uh, a vampire. Yeah. Um, um oh Hemlock Grove. Hemlock Grove. Oh my god. Dude, that show was so, so underrated. Good. So underrated. So good. It and was, everyone in it is hot. It was it was <laughs> one of Netflix's first originals. One of their yeah, that checks out. Uh, I remember that was right when like Netflix originals were a thing, and nobody really knew what it was. And the mom in that show is so bangable. Oh my god, she's also um, she's uh, she's in X Men. Um, I she Olympics, is, and I just started. Phoenix. Yeah, I just started watching um, How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah, and she's in that a lot. She plays a lesbian, and I'm like, fantastic. You know, you know your audience. Yep. <laughs> All right, now I can't get this fucking window cap. There we go. I'm trying to do cool things. Be like, I'm going to pull up pictures to show us, and I'm going to end up turning off the audio again. <laughs> we can do that in post. And- <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You're right. Um, yeah, but that Hemlock Grove was so good. So it was good. so good. I love that show. So good. I want them to bring it back. Like, it was yeah. so weird it in the so best weird. way. Like, it I was feel so like it was, like, weird. the basis for, like, weird shows that then came out after. Like, I agree. Yeah, it's it was. If you've never watched it, it I walked so so. Um, Stranger Things could run. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Amen to that. Cheers, baby. <laughs> um, that's so strong. I put so much. What did you make? I decided that I would like. I felt like it was important that I make exactly what I made before, except that I used mm. cold coffee this time, and I think I put too much whiskey in it and too little whipped cream, so it kind of just tastes like sludge, um, with some alcohol. See, I went to throw back to our first attempt at podcasting, and I put wine. Yep, red wine. <laughs> smart, smart. Maybe I should have changed it up, but uh, yeah, here we are. Um, yeah. I'm trying to um, <laughs> come up with – I'm trying to remember what we talked about and what I what I want to – oh, I have something to talk about. Um, I may or may not be adding a new member to my family tomorrow night. Yes. Which is huge. Um, and it feels like fate uh, because this puppy has been on this website for a little while now. And my, my application just – oh, I just hit the mic – just got approved – um at doggy style um is the name which of, is a great name as, for a dog boutique by the way for, for context philadelphia has this dog boutique series of stores all over the city called doggy style and they do adoptions through them through an organization but yes incredible name but when i say that to people off the bat and when i google search doggy style with the name Nothing of the dogs i get porn um so fantastic marketing on their part but I uh, I had tried to adopt this one dog, and they told me I was next in line for her, and I was really interested, but I hadn't met her yet. But they couldn't get my in touch with my vet. My vet kept the vet they kept calling was saying they didn't have a record of me, and that they didn't know who I was. But then I called my vet, and they were like, "No one's called us. I, we don't know what you're talking about. We definitely have a record of you." So I was like, "Who are you guys talking? Is this a prank? Is someone like telling you I don't like? How is this happening?" So I got it approved finally through the one location. And I had been, uh, that dog got adopted. 
Um, but I had seen this puppy and, but there was no location listed. So I got approved and I called the store and I was like, Hey guys, I was just wondering, I keep seeing this puppy appearing on your website, but there's no location. And they were like, Oh, that's cause she's in foster care right now with a person in New Jersey. Um, feel free to email them. So that night I emailed and I didn't hear, that was last night and I didn't hear anything back this morning. And then the guy calls me and he's like, Hey, this is crazy, but you were just in last night and we were, we were talking about this puppy and guess who's in the store now? the puppy you were asking oh, about shit. and there's like 20 locations for this for this doggy style like they could she could have gone anywhere and she was in foster care so they were like she's here at the store that you were just in that you got approved in where i go and buy my cat food regularly so they were like come in come like you're the first in line so i went and saw her today um and we hit it off she's amazing um and i just i visited her again on my way home and they gave me one of her toys which smells like her to give to the cats to smell uh, and then tomorrow night I go back, and if we hit it off one more time, I get to take her home. So That's very exciting. I think I'm doing this because I recognize that I am lonely and never going to be a mother. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's not a healthy reason to adopt a dog. I genuinely want a dog. <laughs> I'm also, this is actually a good segue into I'm also single and living alone in a city, so having a dog is, like, very good for my safety, um, as well as owning a gun, which I am currently in the process of doing so don't fuck with me my two cats my pussy my dog and my guns bitch uh, i can't do this i'm not <laughs> i'm not a gangsta so tough <laughs> so tough um <laughs> sitting here in my nano leaf comic book nerd room um well we were talking about this last time too the quote-unquote scary dog privileges yeah. and the concept of like you could probably fuck someone up with all the things that you're gonna have to protect you i look like i could fuck someone up but the best i got is steel toe boots like yep. <laughs> it's that whole what's that trend it was like is a cupcake or like looks like a cupcake is a cupcake looks like a oh cupcake. yeah could kill you <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> looks like they could kill you is a cupcake um but yeah no i uh i and i think we talked about this too last time like i dress as if the world's ending whenever i can i always have something on me i always have shoes on that'll get me somewhere i always when i go to work and i have to wear heels i always have a spare pair of shoes i have knives with me all the time um i just figure the more intimidating we look the less people will fuck with us um and if that doesn't work then you just act crazy and pretend to shit yourself and pull it out of your pants and act like you're gonna throw it at somebody and just like insanely freak people out run at them screaming um and uh that'll get them off your tail maybe well they say they say that um part of the actual war tactics of scotsmen wearing kilts was to flash their dicks oh okay that's I, part I of I the really reason was... they weren't wearing underwear okay I was, was hoping... to just flash the enemy like here's my dick i'm gonna throw you off of that that's actually fat my the first dick i ever saw was when i went to scotland and a man in a kilt flashed me so it's wild you say that he was trying it was war a war tactic he was trying warfare out on me it didn't work i was fascinated <laughs> <laughs> like what's that um ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i didn't no. even remember the first stick i ever saw i mean okay That's to be fair sad for me actually i'm i'm lying i think i had the first i think that was the first stick i saw in the terms of like i was at this point interested um mm. the first sticks i saw was in high school with the guys that i lived with and they would play the waiting game from the movie waiting with ryan reynolds 
um, where you like flash people with your dick and balls and stuff, and you get to punch them if you catch them. And I got the shit beat out of me because I didn't have a dick, um, so I couldn't play the game very well. Um, but that was like I didn't want to see their dicks. <laughs> is, this, <laughs> is this sexual assault? <laughs> when you're children, it's a little blurry. <laughs> Yeah, um, they would just like stand. Like, there was one called the bat wing where you'd bend over um, and pull your ball f- sack out, and f- so it looked like flaps um, from behind. And I would I would round corners, and they would just be standing there with their flaps pulled out. And then I would see it, and then that was three punches, I think. And the only thing I could do was moon, which is ass crack, um, and that was one punch. So I really didn't get them that often. Uh, and the goat pubes, I could show pubes. Um, but I really had the no, count. I had no, I had no recourse. I saw a lot of dick in high school, um, in not a f- fun way. I remember the first, well, outside of my mother, because, okay, I, I, the first pussy I saw that was not my own was my mother. And I was traumatized by it. Like, I remember Same. being her mall my- and, like, taking a shower and my mom had this like, massive bush. Right and I was just mom- looking at it and I was like. It's right at my eyes. My mom had a massive bush, too. And I had to, the same exact thing. I was in the shower with her, and it was, like, eye level. And I was like... Yeah. Like, what do I do with that? It was, and it was, it was not only was it... I don't know if it's because she was older or if it's still... I've never really looked again, but as an adult. But it seemed big. It seemed, like, huge and furry. Yeah, it was so much more disproportionate. Yes. And now as an adult, I get it. Like, whatever. It wouldn't have been that. But, like, as a kid, wow. As a kid, I was just like, it. and I'd never seen anything other than my own. So, like, Dude. it was just, it was wild. I still, I can picture, like, viscerally picture it in my head right now. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not very good at picturing things, but I can see it was my grandparents' bathroom. Like, I remember the exact moment. Yep. So clearly. Dude, it's so funny. I was actually just thinking about this recently, how I used to think, like, the things my mom did as a kid was were so, like, I remember she used to sit in, like, the sink and, like, look at herself in the mirror, and she would, she was, like, plucking hairs from her neck, and I used to be like, you fucking weirdo, like, <laughs> You have to pluck hairs. I'm so young. I'm so hot. I'm never going to have to deal with that shit. Now I have, like, five ingrown hairs that, like, aggressively <laughs> grow out of my neck that I can, like, feel. Like, I can feel when they're poking out, and I'm always like... My so grandmother I- used to pluck hairs from her chin, and she'd, like, she'd always take her ta- tweezers out, like, pluck those one problematic hairs, and I'm like, oh, man, that's that's strange. That's I what's... can't imagine having that. And I'm, like, constantly picking at my face. That's like... what I'm talking about. We're fucked. <laughs> when we get older... Yeah. We were like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. When we get older, we're gonna have so much shit to deal with. I'm already plucking hairs out of my neck. Where is it gonna be next? What am I gonna have to imagine? I always think about this. Imagine when we're in the nursing home and like we're we can't take care of ourselves and we're just like hairy, disgusting no. masses. Like every no. hair. That's something that terrified me before I decided not to ever get pregnant. The like I okay, so up until literally a week ago, I've always shaved my pussy. Like I just I just like it better it's not any all my partners have been like i don't mind like body hair like it's totally fine like i i actually kind of like it etc etc um i'm trying it now just to see how i feel about it but for the most part bald pussy i've always liked bald pussy uh i actually remember the first time i shaved well the first time i started shaving it my mom she like knocked on the shower door and she was like do you need me to teach you how to shave your bikini line i was like no i've got it as i shave like my entire coochie like whoops (laughs) Uh, whoops. <laughs> figured it out mom 
Um, but uh, I, I was terrified of the idea of being pregnant and not being able to shave my Around. own pussy. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be able to reach it. And I'm like, what am I supposed to? Like, I'm either going to have a big old bush that is. The thing is, when you shave your pussy your entire life, growing hair hurts. Yes, like those hairs, the those pubic hairs are hard, yes. and so the, you're you're not used to having them, and they poke. Itch. And I was just imagining like being pregnant and having to, like itch my coochie all the time. Yeah, like, can you itch my coochie? I can't reach it. Seriously, can you shave it? I can't reach it. Um, that's funny you say that because I am a seasonal shaver. Um, mm. so I shave all of it in this like spring and summer, and then in the winter and fall, I let it grow in in like a controlled a bush <laughs> um a trimmed bush a trimmed if you will bush, yes uh, a fine bush um okay if you know that reference then shrubbery you don't know this oh this is a monty python thing yes um yes revive monty python revive monty python um i'm trying to like convince tiktok that like monty python needs a revival <laughs> I, don't I don't know i i've only i i watched the holy grail mm -hmm. and i kind of enjoyed that one um life of brian. and then i i have seen the life of brian that's the only other one i've seen i used to watch the television show we had the vhs copies oh such a brilliant show oh the parrot skit oh the dead parrot amazing amazing brilliant comedy brilliant it's very comedy. deadpan it very is. deadpan comedy it's beautiful i it's just it's what yeah i don't know it's british comedy which i mean isn't everyone's cup of tea but honestly it's not just british comedy it's deadpan good fucking comedy speaking of comedians um i want to fuck you all anyway back to what we were saying <laughs> oh bushes yeah i have one <laughs> right now it's winter I don't know. I, do you have tips for conditioning your bush? Do you just like put up straight straight up conditioner in there? Like, how do you make it softer? Like, is there any way to make your bush softer or is it just always going to hurt me? I have never once in my entire life thought about conditioning my bush. <laughs> and that's brilliant. I, I don't know. Now I want to. I'll let you know. Next Would podcast, that even work? I Can you know. condition your I'll, bush? I'll let you know what thought ex or experiment, real experiment, not thought experiment. Uh, next episode from here until then, every time I shower, I will condition my bush and I will get back to you because it is coarse. It, it grows in coarse yeah. for sure. And I yeah. don't know if if we never shaved our bush, would it be softer? Would it be our hair texture? I no. don't know. I don't think it's so. not because. Oh, if we never shaved it. If we never, never shaved, shaved yeah. Yeah, but I don't it's know, possible. Because it is designed to be, like, uh, yeah. protective. Protective. Yeah. Someone yeah. did recently ask me in stream if my carpet matched my drapes, which is the first time I've ever been asked that. I was told, um, since I'm trying this experiment with my bush, that I should dye it green. I was going to say, do your carpet match your drapes? Do tell. <laughs> I mean, I would. I kind of want to. Yeah. Yeah. I think you should. I think that'd be kind of hot. So, okay. Full disclosure. I tried to dye Green my pussy. eyebrows and it, it lasted for a little bit, but they also, cause then they just, it grows back in really fast cause it's your yeah. eyebrows. I would assume that'd be similar with your bush. Like, I feel like you shed that uh, or I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't last long. No, but it would be fun. Especially cause I wash my bush more than I wash my hair. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 It's true. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Yeah. I kind of want to dye my bush now. Something like crazy, like purple. 
do it. Maybe I'll ask my OnlyFans. The problem is that what makes me nervous is in order to get the color to really stick, especially this color, I'd have to bleach it. And bleaching my bush makes me nervous. Just because, like, yeah, I... Yeah, a lot of chemicals around your cooch. Yeah. Yeah. I made the mistake once of using um, hair removal oh, cream. Oh, the Nair stuff? Yeah. On it. And I had one ingrown hair, and that's all it took to give me a massive scab. I have a scar. I literally have a scar from it on my pubic. Mon's pubis. I thought more people use Nair down there. I thought that was pretty common. I think that it... I think that it is. It's just I have a penchant for ingrown hairs because yeah. I have really thick hair. I have thick hair in general, like yeah. thick hair no, on my anything. head and thick, like, hairs. Wait, do you shave your asshole? Not as consistently. I do a little bit sometimes, but I've been told that I have a very pretty asshole. Um, and it's not really super hairy down there. Yeah. I also I think that have a super hairy one, but I still shave it. Yeah. I will, I will, like, shave towards the bottom of my ass cheeks, you know? Yeah. But I won't, like, go full asshole most of the time, just because I just genuinely don't grow a lot of hair down there. Yeah. I will say this. One of the most painful cuts I've ever had is a Ooh. cut, a, a razor cut along your ass. I've done that. It, that. I've done that. That hurts. That's, like, a wrinkle. That, it's, like, a paper cut on your asshole. It's. I tend to use men's razors, and men's razors that back blade yeah and that's how i ended up cutting my asshole yeah it's i don't recommend doing it your asshole is beautiful mm-hmm. the way it is let's go with that don't don't shave your asshole i've read so many things on the internet where men are asking women how to shave their asshole and i've had this conversation a couple of times but i genuinely believe that more men should ask other men how to shave their asshole because i feel like more men shave their asshole than women yeah, because they have hairier they have hairy assholes. assholes. Which, by the way, men, hairy assholes are fine. Yeah. I don't... A man with a hairy asshole is a normal man to me. I mean, unless you, like, shit yourself regularly and it's just getting stuck in there. and you're not You got walking. dingleberries. Clean yeah. your fucking ass, people. Jesus. Yeah. It's not gay to wash your ass. No. Just wash it. And that means scrub. Like, take, take something and get up there. Like, I have a loofah. That is specifically for my ass. I just have an ass loofah. It's great. You don't have to have that. You know, you're not lesser if you don't have an ass loofah, but I like my ass loofah. You know, it makes me feel better. So when I come to your house to visit, you're going to make sure you tell me, like, that's my ass loofah. That's my You can use this one. So you can use both. I I actually only have one loofah in my shower. And I used to tell, I told my ex this. Like, I was like, this is my ass loofah. If you are scrubbing with this, it has been in my ass every single time I shower. Um, he used to scrub his body with it all the time, and it kind of freaked me out for some reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I I have one loofah that is for my ass, and then I got this thing that's like an exfoliating pouch that you put soap bars in. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's what I use to scrub my body okay. most of the time. Yes. I have I have the same thing. It's like a glove. You put the soap oh, okay. in, and then it's a glove, yeah. and you use it and exfoliate, yeah. I have a thing for like handmade soap bars. I love them. I love them. My mother taught me to hate soap bars, and I don't know why. <laughs> she, like, well, if you're just using just a soap bar, like, there are so many people who just, like, take a soap bar and they rub it on their skin. They're like, I'm clean now. No. She hated the residue that it left on, like, the sink and stuff. She was, like, very anti that. And so she taught me to hate them because of it. And I literally don't think I actually hate them. I'm just, like, a bar of soap. <laughs> you may, you get sc- soap scum with that. So maybe you should <laughs> 
Well, and also like mass produced bars of soap will leave residue on your skin as yes. well. Yes, I've seen that. And images. that is a thing. I think Dove did like one of those commercials. Yeah. Show, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Got it. Noted. Dove from now on, always. Just <laughs> or um, a bunch of the handmade shit. That's always good. Yeah. 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 Um,. Did that just make me think of i don't why am i blanking i just thought of something related to scrubbing my asshole um rim jobs no oh shower <laughs> anal a shower sex i was thinking about oh yeah putting my finger in my because i've been practicing um since you came <laughs> At, to my house not not <laughs> ever since Belle came near me i've been practicing putting my finger in my butt um, I mean, I recently learned the joys of an anal orgasm that I thought all women were lying about, so. I still have not had an anal orgasm. I can barely fit a head into my butt right now. Uh, yes. <laughs> I learned um, the best way to do anal for the first time, apparently, is getting blackout drunk. <laughs> oh, shit. That's a great idea. <laughs> it really worked. It worked. Treads, baby. I won't feel anything. <laughs> I apparently begged for it. I do remember begging for it, but I, I've been told after the fact that I was very insistent. Like, I physically grabbed. Okay, so I really, I really, I'm looking right at you, and I'm saying this right now. I'm going to get shit-faced, and you're going to wreck my asshole. Um, That's a message to any man. <laughs> um... Yeah, no, I, I've just been, I, I, it's my, I mean, I've just been experimenting with anal for the first time recently, and I'm very much into it. It's fun. It's just, uh, mm -hmm. it's an adjustment. It's, mm -hmm. a, it's an adjustment. I laugh a lot, which I think is not hot for the person involved. <laughs> well, it also causes contractions, and it, and it's the same thing with, that I told you about the butt plug. Yeah. Most people make the mistake of relaxing their butthole, being just letting it into its natural state. Your butthole's natural state is to stay closed. It wants to keep shit in. Yeah. So you have to kind of, like, flex it. You kind of have to, like, poop <laughs> they're digging. Okay, so that's, like, what I think I have. It's so crazy for someone who consistently talks about shitting herself and farting and poop and toilet paper. I fear pooping on someone during anal so much. And it's not even that I fear pooping on them so much as, like, I think that... I think I conflate the urge to poop with the pleasure, and I have to accept, I have to be like, you don't have to poop. This is just a good feeling. <laughs> I have to learn to separate because I don't know. My my instinct is to clench, and then it hurts, and then it feels good, and then yeah. But I yeah, don't recommend Definitely doing it in weird. the shower though because water doesn't help. Use water is not a good lube. No, no, it's not, not a good at lube. All. I, we discussed this before, but yeah, no, it's like that's a lie. Sh shower sex is only hot for foreplay. You don't, you mm -hmm. don't, you don't fuck in the shower. Well, you do fuck in the shower, but you. And we talked about this with the uh, person from before times uh, that I had sex in a pool with, and it was like hot, but I was also like, I can't feel myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm dead. Like the concept is hot, but I'm not gonna. Come yeah, like, like I'm doing. I know your family is inside, and I'm fucking you in a pool right now. But that's about the extent of the hotness that's happening here. Um, you like to do shit outside, right? Or on I mean, I. I'm an exhibitionist, um, 
I I like the concept of getting caught or being watched. Um, my I lost my virginity in a stairwell, so maybe that's you part didn't of it. Tell me this. So yeah, so my <laughs> I was in high school, um, and it was actually and happened to be the place my mom worked. I worked. Uh, I went to school like right across the street from my mom's um, work, and it was this theater that she worked at, and there was this park in the middle of it and we went into a stairwell in one of the smaller theaters that nobody really went to and we had sex and it was bad it wasn't good it was it didn't hurt or anything like that it just it didn't feel like yeah, much because you were neither on of a us stairwell <laughs> neither of us felt good it was weird um but this was Did yeah it? that's a whole conv- that's a whole story i don't even know if we want to get into that but either way <laughs> i'm an exhibitionist <laughs> <laughs> um i lost my virginia stairwell i have had sex in a co- well it was a it's, it's costco now it was a fries it used to be a fries parking lot i'd have sex in that a couple of times um but i don't know it's just there's that thrill you know there's if that little could, bit of like this is naughty yeah if you could have sex <laughs> any like anywhere like oh god where would you have sex this is, we're getting into, like, our truth or dare segment, which I'm not trying to actually actively do yet, but, like, I kind of want to know. It's not, like, see, there's no specific place that I'm, like, this is the place I want to have sex. But for some reason, like, in a room full of a lot of people. Like, oh, I want to like be, at a party? like. party? Like, at a sex party? Like, like other people Sex parties too? would be hot. I'm totally down for a sex party. That's a, that's a porn um, category I look at regularly. Um, anyway. Yes. That, um, the college hazing ones kind of get into that for me, too, because, you know, like, if it's actual hazing, I'm not not entirely for that, but, like, when it's porn hazing, you know, that they're kind of into it, you know, um, that I really dig, and, but, like, I had this, like, I had this reoccurring fantasy for a while, we're gonna talk about masturbation fantasies, um, I had this reoccurring fantasy of being, like, the example in a sex ed class where somebody was, like, teaching someone how to make someone come. They're like, this is how you make a girl come. And I'm like the example. Like, that sounds really like, hot for me. Imagine me like, this is, so this is how you make a girl squirt. <laughs> yeah. Sex ed in high school. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, maybe not high school. We're not getting the actual teenagers here. Like, okay, you can sex so that ed. was the thing. Well, I, yes, I know. But like, let's, uh, but like for okay. the internet's sake, I am not a pedophile. <laughs> I just like the idea. Oh my god, I didn't even think about <laughs> underage for some reason. I just thought, like, imagine teaching kids how to use a condom on an actual dick. <laughs> There's problems there. You're right. I didn't think about that. I'm also not a pedophile. I may fuck dead dicks, but I don't fuck children. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> Okay, but, like, imagine that fantasy, but at, like, like a convention. So there's, like, hundreds of people watching me come. Like, I'm into it. I'm into it. That's the thing. I'm kind of into the idea of guys getting off to me. This is why I think I'm enjoying OnlyFans. Like, I I don't necessarily want to have sex with a bunch of people, but I But I like like the idea of being the source of of pleasure. Yes, the power of being, like, you want this, and you enjoy this, and I enjoy knowing that you enjoy this. It's hot. Yes. Um, Yep. Yeah, if I and that's that's been a problem. That dynamic has been a problem for me in my life because it has led me to settling in sex sometimes for people that I wouldn't normally have sex with, and it has not been good sex. Um, 
but <laughs> yep you and me both girl but that that is absolutely an appeal of being on cam and i have thought about it more often than i can explain i um i just filmed my first squirting video for only fans um and advertised it and sold it to multiple people shout out to you guys thank you um but going back and watching myself squirt on camera that i filmed was wildly hot like highly recommend don't like you don't have to be selling any of this shit but like highly recommend like film yourself masturbating film yourself having sex with someone it's hot like obviously you better trust the person like keep it to yourself whatever you need to do but like holy shit what like just watching your body convulse <laughs> in its death throes um is hot is i think that i need i it would take me a minute to in that because i'm so self-conscious oh yeah like i'd be so like i'd be so like looking at myself in such critical ways that it would take me a moment to look at myself and not see the flaws i i mean know? editing that to put it online for sale was also a, a, a exercise in trying to like appreciate myself i also and this is like a secret tidbit for you all those of you who bought it and were like what the fuck um there i was I was watering my plants earlier and I put some on my bed and um, there was definitely a leaf and towards the, I couldn't edit this part out because I was squirting at the time. There was a leaf stuck to the underside of my ass. That was not like a giant <laughs> wart or some weird like, like cut. It was a leaf. Um, I rewatched the video and was judging myself and was like, the, f the fuck? And like, looked, and then I found the leaf. Uh -oh. that's amazing i love that so just like if you were wondering and you do want to know what it is the answer's on the podcast make sure you watch it like make sure you subscribe and like and you'll know that was a leaf not a wart <laughs> i mean they've seen your ass at this yeah. point they know yeah no it was but just also very that's hilarious it like wasn't there and then it was there and i was like what is that <laughs> Like, did I shit myself? It, like, many things passed in my head. I was like, there's something big and brown on my ass. Right beneath my pussy. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I'd still fat for that. Yeah, it's hot. Maybe I'll send it to you. You can, if you want to watch it. You want to You see my butt. You want to watch it? Um, anyway. Guys, um, you should have been there the first time she put in a butt plug. It was amazing. Every five minutes, it was like, oh my god, I've got a butt plug in. I was just walking. Oh my like, god. Strutting around And the my best apartment. part, okay, the best part about it, the best part is that I put in my own butt plug, right? Because we were butt plug friends. This is this is our friendship. We she, put in butt plugs And together. when I say we put in butt plugs, she slipped it in. I spent like 20 minutes on the floor of my bathroom <laughs> moaning. <laughs> in, a, in not a fun way. In not how do I do this? I <laughs> so we're we're taking our respective butthole pictures to share to our respective people who want to see our butthole and i took a video because i'm not good at taking pictures on my own so i took a video so i could like screen cap it and i ended up just sending the video to my partner without <laughs> listening, listening to it 
And I listened to it later. Luckily, he also did not listen to it at first. But in the background, all you can hear is Babs like, oh, my God, I have a butt plug in. I was like, this is literally the perfect audio for sending someone a video of you with a butt plug in. Like, that like is- I've got this RGB butt plug in and I'm shaking my ass and, and super the audio- hot. And then all of a sudden, Babs in the background oh like, my oh, my God, I have a butt plug in. <laughs> it was amazing. It's, it's beautiful. If it wasn't uh, right, if it was N- if it wasn't NSFW, we'd put it on TikTok for you, and you could use that audio. <laughs> maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll give it to Babs to put on. A- yeah, 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 yeah. All proceeds go to Belle and getting her another <laughs> RGB butt plug. And um, I really, I kind of want to take the audio from it and use it for something. Like, Do it. I'll just send it to anything. You. Like, oh my god, I have a butt plug in. It was so jarring. Like, it was just Belle. <laughs> For like a good couple seconds and then it was just me screeching in the background <laughs> it was beautiful it was beautiful it, it was, was perfect an, it honestly was a stunning moment of self-discovery um and i haven't gone back i <laughs> i have i have put the butt plug in when i've had a, a visitor again a, a, a gentleman caller i have put <laughs> it in when i've known they were coming over <laughs> okay wait this is actually pretty funny <laughs> So I knew they were coming over and I was like, I'm really excited because we, we were going to explore anal and um, I, I've been practicing and I put the butt plug in for the first time. And I was like, this is cool. I'm like, I'm, I'm getting used to this. So I was like, he's coming over. I'm going to stick the butt plug in because I'm horny and I'm ready to go. And he gets here and I guess he's not quite horny yet or not ready to go. He just wants to have a nice casual talk and ask how things are and what's going on with life and have a, have a drink while we sit and talk on the couch. And I'm like... This is like, I have a bus plug in. So we're sitting there talking and it's like, I'm like, this is kind of hot. I have a butt plug in. But the longer it goes, I had put coconut oil on it to get it in. And I was like, my butt has saturated the coconut oil and now it's uh, drying. And I feel like maybe it's grafting to my skin. Like, am I going to have to, how do I get this out? If it dries out in my butt, I started having these panic thoughts. And I remember he was like talking to me and I remember me being like, yeah. <laughs> so finally I was like, finally I was like, okay, I I have to do something here. Like we either have to start fucking. Like I need to lean in and kiss this man or I need to get this butt plug out. So I just reached around. I'm sitting there. I just reached around and just pulled a butt plug out just like this. And he was just like, oh, wow. Was that in there the whole time? And I was like, yep. <laughs> oh my god that's amazing and he was like that was hot and i was like it wasn't intentionally hot i it was hurting my ass (laughs) like okay let's go (laughs) are you ready and then i put it on my coffee table and i didn't move it for three straight weeks until he came back and then i was embarrassed because it was still on the coffee table where i left it so i tried to hide it and he's like what are you doing because i like grabbed it and took it into the kitchen and he's like what do you have behind your back and i was like nothing and then i like stuck it in a drawer and he's like did you just put a butt plug in your kitchen drawer and i was like no (laughs) (laughs) um so that's been my experience with butt plugs thus far (laughs) can they dry out your butt can they like i mean i don't think that's a thing i think that because your butt butt is definitely not it's not a self-lubricator like exactly that's why i was freaking out but yours is metal right no silicon oh right right silicon yeah I don't know. I, don't I was know. getting. I was That's getting a good question. I, was, I have no idea. See, I, was I mean, I've worn a silicone one because those ones are comfortable for me. So I've worn it for like 
I once wore it for like four, five hours. Okay, I was. I think that, I wasn't that was about like forty-five minutes for me. So, um, oh yeah, you're good. <laughs> I guess I was fine, but in my head, I was like. It, well, you don't that, know. You've never worn a butt plug. I never worn a butt plug. And, like, in my head, I was playing those, like, scenarios where people go to the ER and they're like, I don't know how that got in there. I'm going to be like, I don't know how the butt plug got in there. I woke up and it was in there. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> I love that people still try and pull that. Like, there is no scenario in your life. There's a single scenario in your life where you just accidentally fall on something in your ass. Like, oh, it's God. just not oh, going to happen. Quill? Oh, God. Sorry. Is your cat going to kill you? <laughs> buddy there's no way no oh my god oh my god <laughs> can we take this cat break because i really desperately yes, have to pee we're taking a cat break because he's about to jump down here and that's going to destroy my whole cum life. towels yeah you reacted uh, okay can we talk about how strongly bell reacted to me saying cum towel for a second there <laughs> okay so this Jumped is slightly exclusive content for people who watching the podcast versus listening to the podcast but i'll explain um so another one of my christmas gifts from Anki. You know how in the South, everybody has, like, monogram towels? I thought you were going to say everybody like has cum thing. towels. Yeah, I do. Yes. <laughs> they all have, like, these monogram towels. It's, like, a thing that they have monogram towels. Uh-huh. Well, I am now the proud owner of this beautifully embroidered towel that is backwards in the camera. But it says oh, wait, Belle's badge rag. Wait, 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 wait. Put it back up on the camera. Put it back up to the camera. Wait. Oh, it's blurring it. Show. Oh, wait, it is there right. I was going to read it backwards. It's right. Oh, for me, it's backwards. For me, it's correct. It, I, I was well, that's hoping, good. I was hoping it said Ella, Ella's gar... Ra, <laughs> gar gag. Gar, gar gag. <laughs> but it says Belle's badge rag. Belle's and it is literally rag. my cum towel. I literally own a cum towel now. Okay, do you want to hear something else disgusting about this person yeah. that I've been hooking up with? Well, no, it's not that. Sorry, I'm not saying there's... I'm saying I've been hooking up with them for quite a bit and there's a towel I keep telling them to use every time to clean me off and I haven't washed it once and we've been hanging up for a while it's crusty as fuck and he doesn't every time he's like do you clean this thing and I'm like yeah I totally clean this thing <laughs> I'm a disgusting human being absolutely disgusting um but the chaotic day like, follows me and I'm freaking out I went like six or seven sessions lean, lean closer to your time. mic I went like six or seven sex sessions last time before washing my sheets. Okay, that and makes you feel better. The way that I have sex, it is not a clean process. Like, yeah. Yeah. Have you noticed that this entire episode has been about sex? I, I don't know why, but it's been very sexy. And like, welcome to our <laughs> podcast. It's not normally going to be about sex, but it's... It's not always going to be about sex, but it's also not off limits. But you I know, think like, that we that's are both you're not wrong. Again, two weeks is a lot of time. I came on a big dick in my dream last night. I need I need that real shit. Dude, I... So, discovering that I could come in my dreams was awesome. Um, I thought only I, men could I, do that. I lived most of my childhood believing that wet dreams were something for men only. I agree. I, I thought it was the same. And I... But once I discovered that I could come in my dreams, I discovered a superpower. And that is, I can turn any uncomfortable dream, if I'm even slightly aware that I'm dreaming, into a sex dream. I'm Every single time. I'm murdered brutally by some horrifying creature. And then I'm like, if I just imagine it the right way, he could just be a hentai porn tentacle exactly. monster. <laughs> it's like, I, j I did. I, don't, I, don't I really just get wrong. this like, 
I can't do the oohs, but I can do the ara. I can't. No. I guess I can kind of. You can. Oh my god! Wait, hold on. It makes me feel gross. It does. I know. It makes me feel like I'm. I can't do it. I can't do either. That was good. That ara was good. I think your mic is also better than mine, so there's a little bit of that too. And the rest of the podcast will be Belle and I just saying back and forth to each other until you exit out. Out of frustration. Um, so you turn your dreams into. Yeah, I get this feeling in a dream where, like, I, I just know that if I want something enough, it'll happen, you know? Like, I will. And this is a problem in my real life because I will test it sometimes by just, like, stripping. And if nothing weird happens. Wait, I'm sorry. Then you, in your dreams. Listen, let me let me explain. In so real I will. In my dreams, I will test whether or not I'm dreaming by, like, doing something weird, like getting naked or masturbating in public or whatever it is the way it becomes a problem in my real life is i've noticed if i get too high it kind of feels like i'm dreaming and i'm terrified that one day i'm gonna like i'm gonna think that i'm dreaming and try and turn it into a sex dream and it's gonna be real life too high before and stripped to be I mean, sure that you aren't dreaming? No, but I have definitely had moments where I've thought about it, and then I luckily every time come to the conclusion that I am awake. Okay. <laughs> but I have come close to trying something stupid. I, I do test it a little bit more before I fully get naked by, like, willing somebody near me to eat my pussy. Like, if I can will somebody near me to eat my pussy, then I'm dreaming. In my dream, it's always, <laughs> it's always a, like, a random person always who's just, will. like, appears yeah. and suddenly we're having sex. And I'm like, okay, also, wait, this is a great question. In okay, so as you – I am insanely straight. I am very straight. I really don't have a, a, a tendency to lean – like, I don't, in real life, find the idea very interesting. However – I have definitely been in threesomes in my dreams where I've been licking another one's pussy or she's been fucking my pussy. But then men get involved. At the end, it's always a dick. I, I will say that. At the end, when I do come, it's always a dick. But there have always been women involved, and I don't know what that <laughs> means. <laughs> Freud, help! Um, <laughs> like... <laughs> I don't, know. I, I don't know. I think it's a, it's a porny. It's a. I think it's part of your like group sex fetish. Yeah, you know. I, I would totally like. It's do not necessarily because yeah, uh, yeah. Because it's not like you're interested in the woman necessarily. Yeah. You're just interested in the concept of having sex with multiple. Yeah, there's a, literally a scene in the office where Creed is like, you know, I had sex at Woodstock with every with, with all sorts of beautiful women. If a man slipped in, oh well. <laughs> Same, but with like a woman. If a woman slips in, oh well. I guess it'll some happen. of my favorite dreams have been breaking the reality where I'm eating a pussy, but I'm feeling it on myself. Yes. Like, I'm, I'm, yes. like that yes. is a great dream. <laughs> like, if I could do that in real life, it'd be great. But it kind of, that's kind of what it feels like eating pussy as a gay woman. Like, it's almost like I'm doing it to uh -huh. myself. I can, I can picture that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think we talked about this last time, but we were talking about what was our, like, show. Like, when we picture porn, what, like, what, like, when oh. we're getting off, what do we picture? What did you say yours was again? I don't I don't picture myself necessarily in that place. Like I don't I don't fantasize about myself necessarily. It's more of an out of body kind of thing, but I do picture feeling the sensations. Do you like 
I don't know. Have a thing like like I think I said uh, my thing like and I think this is because I was again a repressed homeschooled Christian girl. I somehow started watching the Tudors on H on HBO or mm. whatever Stars whatever and like I got into and that's where I discovered Henry Cavill. That was your time. sexual awakening. Besides George Washington, yes. Um I, the <laughs> Tudors. It's it's very much a historical fetish clearly. I like I like unbreached boys. <laughs> um anyway um but i mean i have a similar thing for women so yeah, i get it like yeah. that's what turned me on in those shows is like the innocent yes, women and then like petticoats up over their heads yeah yeah i just like i don't know now i unfortunately picture myself being um sexually assaulted by a king impregnated and then beheaded yeah. um and i get off to that regularly my sexual awakening was a book called blood and chocolate Oh. And it was a werewolf book. Yeah. It was about it was about werewolves and um that. that's part of why I'm probably a monster fucker. Um but I like <laughs> like that's where like that was my sexual awakening. Like I I was I knew about sex and I had had some things but like the real thing that was like this is making me horny was that book. This is where you And know I still have it. We have problems my sexual awakening was george washington and yours was a monster fetish um <laughs> either we have problems or society doesn't speak very honestly about our our early kinks <laughs> because that's Listen, wild also, honestly the idea that people out there exist that just want vanilla sex all the time nothing but I like dated one straight vanilla years. sex like i that breaks you, my brain it, it breaks my brain. It breaks too. my brain. It breaks my brain too. I that or you're lying to yourself and to the person you're with, because that's something I just can't figuring out now. The things that I I am so into. Squ I I'm 30 years old. I just figured out I can squirt. I have been sexually active for over 10 years. Yep. I didn't have a vaginal. I was sexually active since I was 15, um, or 16. I can't remember exactly, but around there uh and i never had a vaginal orgasm until one person before my partner yeah like it was not a thing that i had ever had i just was convinced that i was one couldn't have them mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah no because you would look stuff up and it'd be like there's a 25 25 percent of women are incapable of having a vaginal orgasm i was like oh there i am <laughs> that's me yep and turns out i just wasn't turned on yeah like i just wasn't into you turns out when you're dry humping me while I lay flat on my back staring at the ceiling, I'm most likely not going to get anywhere. Um, but I'm glad you got off. And then I had to take plan B. So, woo! It's so important. Like, I really underestimated. I'm such a pe people pleaser. And that, that shows up Same. in my sex life. Same. Like, I, you and I genuinely, genuinely enjoy giving my partner pleasure. Yep. Um, and I always assumed if you're getting pleasure, then I'm getting pleasure. And I want that energy back. Like, I have not been with enough people who made me feel sexy. Mm -hmm. Like, genuinely sexy. Like, not just, oh, you're pretty or whatever it is. I was with someone who for, with, for four years who never, literally never complimented me unless I asked for one. Um, and it just, it's not a turn on. Like, I would, I put on lingerie and I take pictures and I get no response. Yep. Okay, thanks. Yep, I um, like, I, would, I would, I would walk around the house naked, naked, yeah, purposefully, 
attractively not like i'm i i'm on the yeah. period i'm slob i'm rolling out of bed into the shower <laughs> like, no i would like purposely walk around naked no nothing no reaction and you wonder why it takes me 45 minutes to come yes that's it. Okay. i'm like i'm sorry i'm sorry stop saying you're sorry i i know but i'm genuinely sorry because i can tell i'm still a good 30 minutes away <laughs> so it's not that i'm sorry so much as like <laughs> keep it up dude you got this i admire your stamina I actually had like like genuinely traumatizing moment the last time uh, I orgasmed with my ex because um, it ended with him literally like he was still going and I, I could feel it. Like every time I take really long, I start to feel like shame about it oh, yeah, me too. and I get in my head and yep. that kills my orgasm. Yep. Uh, because I mean, unless you're enthusiastic about it, I'm concerned that you're not enjoying yourself Mm -hmm. which is why other people are better but anyway um he at the end of it i literally came and the instant i came literally mid orgasm he sits up and he goes fucking finally and he goes to wash his face and i was like wait i'm sorry wash his face yeah we didn't even have sex i don't think after that it was just like he just said fucking finally and i literally burst into tears like i was like what this is where you emphasize aftercare is so fucking essential in sexual relationships um on like to have a healthy sex life Mm -hmm. to get especially especially if you're getting into anything kinky if you're breaking a normal diet dynamic if you're into degradation if you're into literally anything in the bedroom that is hot in the moment but could lead to weird feelings afterwards yep after 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 care also and this is from my perspective if you're not really dating but you're doing this casually and you're friends with benefits or any of that type of stuff respecting that each other probably needs some like sentimental feelings with some like a moment to cuddle or something not because they love you or want to be in a relationship but just because the physical aspect is important like aftercare is important i really respect the people who are like i'm gonna like spend the night with you tonight because we just had sex and i'm gonna like cuddle with you because like to me that's a huge part of it like i don't want to just be left in bed afterwards no i want some physical contact. and if that's your thing fine if like is, that's the thing is like nego- that's something that should be an open communication between anybody you're not just like hooking up from a bar with like if you're just like having a one night stand from a bar which i've done fine get out whatever we're not gonna have a moment but like if you're regularly hooking up or Mm -hmm. if it's friend that you decide to have sex with or whatever it is like having conversations is so unsexy before it starts but it makes it so much better in the moment because you know that what you're doing is right and afterwards you'll be okay yep it's amazing. It's amazing the things I am learning after getting out of a long-term relationship where the sex life was shit, and it was overflowing into the relationship without me being able to recognize that. Crazy, yeah. crazy. Um, but should we? Okay, I think first of all, we truth should, or dare? Well, before we do truth or dare, I think we need to talk about why we're doing this podcast in the first place yes. and how we met. I think we do need to give a shout out to our parents glitches get stitches our, <laughs> our parents our daddy and daddy and daddy Jeff, dakota <laughs> and john um but i do feel like there needs to be a little bit of an introduction here because truly I this agree. is our first podcast like we are 
slightly adrift. We don't exactly know where this is headed, but the idea behind this whole thing was that uh, Belle and I have become best friends, but we exist together in such a capacity that we are... She lives in California. I live in Pennsylvania. We are literally across the country from each other. So uh, maintaining our We did not meet in person. We've known each other for four years. Mm -hmm. We did not meet in person until last Thanksgiving. Yeah, this Thanksgiving. Which, for reference, it's 2022's Thanksgiving. Yes. In case you're watching this from the future. Yeah, like uh, like a month and a half ago. November 2022. And we had not met before that, but... We, our, our relationship has been exclusively online before that. And, and we have learned to be incredible friends through that and, and engage as friends through video games, through calling each other when we're sad, through being in the kitchen while one of us is cooking, just drinking some wine and talking, like all these things we have learned to do as like long distance online friendships. And the idea behind this podcast is kind of explore what that means. What does it mean to be friends with people in this capacity like what is friendship and how does it exist in like these huge uh, landscape divisions i don't even know how to explain this but just kind of like getting to know each other getting to know you guys through this capacity of doing friend stuff online chatting we're gonna do cooking streams we're gonna do game streams we'll have weird we'll have guests that are our friends that live on opposite like we're just gonna try to like figure out what it is to be friends online in this capacity as best friends um and really that would have first of all this would have wouldn't have happened if we hadn't met through this a gaming group called glitches get stitches shout out to you guys on facebook they're on twitch as well um glitches underscore get underscore stitches um and then just a quick facebook we'll drop links yeah glitches get stitches um just a huge shout out to them i so i guess we can each tell our story about how we found glitches and then we can talk a little bit about our (laughs) how we essentially saved each other's lives and and really like uh, i mean i owe bell so much um so same (laughs) um so yeah so i um overwatch had just coming out come out overwatch one the original overwatch also if you're watching from the future and overwatch six is out (laughs) Um, (laughs) overwatch one um had just come out and i had been playing it for like a year or so and i I was kind of like I, i wasn't even actively i didn't even know streaming was a thing at the time i was just on i was on facebook and I guess I just started getting like recommendations based on the fact that I played Overwatch and talked about it. I got videos and stuff and I came across this guy one day who was just drunk and screaming his head off and just destroying people as junk rap. And I watched for a little while because I was like, damn, I haven't really seen anyone else play this game. Um, and I-, I liked this and I could talk to him. So I started chatting and we would talk and he'd ask me what I played and I was like, I'm a mercy man. I love support, all that. And he's like, I really need a support character. He's like, if you subscribe and, like, hang out, like, we like to play with our supporters. And so I did. Um, And so Sunday nights became, like, my gaming night. Like, I would be, like, I wasn't working. I'd be, like, all right, I'm, I'm, for four hours, I'm sitting down and I'm playing Overwatch with my gang. And uh, that's where I ran into Belle for the first time, who is also a support main. I guess we have to show our tattoos in a second, too. But she, um, you can tell how you found glitches real fast, I guess. (laughs) I... I actually found glitches through Dakota. Um, Dakota was playing Borderlands. I'm a big Borderlands person. I, I got into gaming. I've been gaming since I was a kid, but I really got into gaming in my young adulthood. Um, and Borderlands was one of the first games that I fell in love with. And when the third game came out, uh, I wanted to see a little bit of gameplay. So I looked it up on Facebook. Again, I didn't really know what streaming was. Like, I knew that people played video games on the internet, but I didn't know, like, streaming was a 
thing mm-hmm. um, until until I saw Dakota and I was following him for his he was funny and he was playing this game that I liked. Um, but at the time, I also worked at GameStop and Overwatch had just come out. I pre-ordered GameStop it. GameStop didn't everybody hire was... me when I applied. Just rude. Fuck, fuck you, GameStop. Anyway, continue. It was. I mean, as somebody who worked there, fuck you, GameStop. It was like, terrible. I was like, I would have been so great. But also, yeah. yeah, I probably a horrible work environment. It anyway. was it was terrible. There, the work environment they literally had a game level up system for how much you contributed to the profits. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> they were part of the game. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. So I was working in GameStop. Everybody was talking about Overwatch, so I pre-ordered it, and I've been playing it since release. Um. And I followed glitches for Borderlands, and then came across John who was also playing Overwatch. And I had just gone into it. I was like, oh, okay, this is fun. And when he opened it up to play with people, I was like, I want to play with you guys. It'd be fun to play with people. And uh, as I'm sure Babs was about to get into, I looked forward to it every time Babs was on. Like, there were two people that I played really well with. I played really well with George, but there was no comparison to Babs. Like, there was just nothing. Like, she read my mind when we played. And because of that, because I'm gay, <laughs> when we first started interacting, I actually had a massive crush on her. <laughs> massive crush. And then I was like, okay, she's not gay. And I got over it eventually. It took a while, I'm but I got sorry. over it eventually. <laughs> I was um, gay for you, totally, if I was. It's fair. Okay. Um, but yeah, we... Oh. We were good. And, and to, okay. And I'm so sorry, John, but like, this is completely fair. And everyone who follows glitches will agree with me. You play scary. (laughs) (laughs) You do things that make me as a support main scared. Um, Mm -hmm. And it took a lot of uh, herding cats to keep our team alive. It, It really was. It was a constant struggle to make sure that people like John, who just ran in, uh, stayed alive um and and i had never met anyone like i'd played with many people and i had never met someone bell and i just synced up and she played i play mercy which was my main character and she played moira who are like yin and yang kind of like polar opposites in the game but like work really well off each other and it was just one of those symbiotic things where like i would go one way on the map part of the team and she just automatically she would go the other way and we would communicate and like we would play with this this loud guys that would just scream through the headsets like just shouting, heal me, heal me. But I was always just locked in on Belle's voice. I I, I always knew if I heard her say, I'm going to ult, I knew to boost her because a fucking boosted Moira is OP as fuck because all she does is heal and kill. So you just, if you see a Moira and you're a mercy and she ults, you boost her. But like, it was always like, I could hear Belle's voice over under and over everyone else's. I always knew what she was telling me. And I had an awareness of the situation. And like, we just kept each other alive and we kept our team alive. If she died, I rezzed her over John. Sorry, John. But like keeping the healer alive, I knew I could trust Belle. I knew she would get shit done and she would keep people alive. So I would always res her. It was just, we'd keep the team up, whether or not the team could accomplish anything (laughs) was another story, but we would keep the team up. Yep. And it was just so, it was like a good year and a half of that. We just, every Mm -hmm. Sunday was just like a grind. And I would always be, I would always be sad when you weren't, if it was like a night where you were like, I'm not going to be here. I was like, okay, (laughs) bye. And your time difference for a while was like throwing off with play because later than I would and like all that. Yeah. But 
Overwatch released a spray, and I don't remember entirely when it came out, but I know it wasn't immediate. Yeah. But there there are two sprays in the game that are yin and yang for Mercy and Mort. There's one where it's just like these rainbow or rain backgrounds behind them where it's yellow behind Mercy and purple behind Moira and they're similar, but there's one that's one half of the Overwatch sigil. Yep. And when I showed up to Philly, because <laughs> really? uh, I had, I talked about in game, I joked about the fact that, oh, this would make a great tattoo, like it would make a good best friend's tattoo because it's one half of each sigil. Um, and then yes, we, we went to Philly. <laughs> We got tattoos. Okay, it's not working. I was going to pull the image up, but okay. Um, yeah, we went and we said, let's get... Hold on, we have to line them up. Ugh, we're getting naked. Oh, God, there's no way. I On my side, I'm on the other side. Oh, that's so, like, Okay, there's... so they're meant to line up. Oh, they yeah. did, actually. Okay, maybe not. Um, so, oh, God, where's my camera? I think I'm hitting the mic. <laughs> Jesus, this is a really great tattoo reveal. I'm just going to pull my arm. So just check out Instagram. Exactly. <laughs> but so she got uh, Moira and I got Mercy. She had to. This was so last minute that she had oh my to God. catch the airplane home while I was still getting tattooed. So we didn't even get to like take pictures, like of the final. Like product. the best we got was my tattoo and her stencil. Yes. And then we like, and then we like photo. I have to do a better version, but we like photoshopped a version of it in. But the cool thing is, is the spray was original. Get off of that quill. The spray was um, from the game, but then Belle and I kind of did it together on pro uh, on pro or uh, yeah on Procreate, and I got to actually like play around with like the lines, so it felt kind of personal too, and that like Belle and I got to sit and draw the lines. And for in it. the spray, it's in full color, but we decided to go with just the one little pop of color, yeah. and I really like that Same. concept. Um, agreed. So yeah, that was just really special. So we got that tattoo. But yeah, we met through. We oh. didn't start getting close though until World of Warcraft. Yes, World we 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 decided <laughs> to play World of Warcraft. We were all talking about like random things we wanted to play, and we just committed. And I took the initiative, and I made a group chat with someone else we were playing with at the time, um, who was a member of Glitches Get Stitches that we do not speak of anymore. Um, a good person, and just not a good person yeah. for us. And that chat quickly, I don't even know how it started, but it quickly turned from just, hey, when are we going to play World of Warcraft because nobody else committed to this, to, hey, my life is falling apart and I need support. Can you help me? Yes. Because all, <laughs> Belle and I were in two very um, unhappy, oh God, Quill, come on. We were in two, what we didn't realize at the time were unhappy relationships. Um, and the other person had just gotten out of a unhappy relationship. Okay, Quill's gone now. <laughs> uh, he's so mad about that. Um, but, uh, and we were just trying to figure out, like, how do we, like, uh, Belle and I were trying to figure out if, if it was the right move to leave long-term relationships that we had been in. And and we're very upset, tr like, tr very much struggling. Like, it was hard for, like, we, I think we cried more than we laughed oh, <laughs> yeah. in that chat. Like, we needed each other. Um, and so it became very much like a, a, we became best friends through like helping each other figure out that like the situations we were in as much as we cared about the other person that bell and i were, were givers we will always care and give and prioritize the person we're with so like we were being able to tell each other like from the outside this doesn't look good and is unhealthy and isn't right and we will we can find ha better happiness somewhere else 
was really helpful for each other to hear from two people that also kind of exist in the same way. Um, and then the other person was also at the time very helpful. Um, and I ended up falling for him and we hooked up and I met the glitches get stitches people in Arizona, which was amazing. Um, <laughs> and then Belle became the third wheel that had to like choose between us. And I chose her because fuck that guy. And I'm always going to choose you. Well, I mean, it was, it was an easy choice for me and not because like I was less invested because I, I was a little bit the third wheel, but I always knew that was the situation as it started developing. You guys were cute and flirty, and I always knew it was going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. um, but, but it helped me, for sure, get over next of the time. But you and the, the difference and, and what makes a huge difference in an online relationship of any kind is the investment. Mm-hmm. He who shall not be named. Um he didn't invest unless he needed something from me. Whereas Babs gave and take. She, she, when she needed someone, I was there for a hundred percent. She'd call me crying and I would listen for hours. And when I called her crying, she'd do the same. Um, so it was, it wasn't even a choice really. Like there wasn't a choice. It was, this person is somebody who supports me and is there for me and is, been my best friend in my rock and this other person that I care about who is walking away. Yep. And chose to do what's best for him. So good for him. I think he's much happier now, but it, yeah. I, and I, I we, we want him happiness. We do want happiness. But like, him. so grateful I, that it was you and me though. Yeah. Like I genuinely, and Babs had mentioned it earlier, but like genuinely saved my life. Like I was in a position where I had zero support system. I had nobody and yeah. nobody. Um, and I really, really needed them. And I didn't realize just how much I needed them until they pulled me out from drowning. Same. I was in the uh, same exact position. I was very lonely. And I didn't think that I could leave the loneliness. I thought that the person I was with was the only solution. And yeah, finding you guys made me realize that I can have a support system that doesn't rely exclusively on one person and can revolve around a healthy quill is horny. <laughs> He, he loves you. <laughs> so needy. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, it resolves around a healthy friendship. And um, it has changed my life for the better. I'm not actually, like, I'm not faking no, that, here. Like, you know Wicked? Yeah. The four. I have been changed. Oh, that song gets me every time. Yep. Okay. That one and um, the one that she sings, No Good Deed. Oh, No Good that Deed one goes gets unpunished. Me. Yes. Because no no act of charity goes un, uh, unresented. Unresented, or, yeah. Or something yeah. circum. Oh, it's something such like a, I need to, uh, Tonight I'm listening to the Wicked soundtrack. Um, <laughs> oh, that, I saw that on Broadway. It changed my life. That was an incredible. Oh, the only thing I've had the pleasure of seeing on Broadway was Chicago. Ooh. And it was really well done. Hot. And now I know why you're gay. <laughs> well, I don't know how young well, you were. I don't know how young you were to be. Fair. I mean, I grew up in musical theater. I was bound to be oh, gay. Oh, true. true, true. <laughs> my mom, my theater, so I just got to my mom my older men. <laughs> why is that such a thing? That's something that's always bugged me about theater. It is such a safe haven, but at the same time, it is a breeding ground for predators. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> 
every theater situation I've been in. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I grew up in the back of a musical theater. My mom, my mom was, I mean, and regular theater, but my mom's been a theater major or director major major my entire life. Um, And so like some of my earliest, earliest memories are like hanging out with her at Seussical, the musical rehearsals and the back of the round theater for chess. And I listened to Rent and Will You Light My Candle was my favorite song when I was like five (laughs) before I knew it was about heroin and sex. I feel like a lot of our favorite songs uh, when you're older, you're like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. (laughs) <laughs> and I appreciate it more now. Uh, yeah, seriously. Quill is like, I didn't make it. Quill, he wants recording. to be the star. Yeah, he's like, I didn't make it to the first recording, so um, look at me now. Just you wait, sir. Your life's about to change. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right, I think we should probably do um, some truth or dare and then round it out. But I think, do we get everything we wanted to say out about glitches? I mean, for this, yeah, I just. Honestly, I'd like to reiterate again, like, shout out to Glitches. Uh, They're fantastic people. If you'd like to drop them a follow, we will give you all the information that you need. Mm -hmm. Um, They are loud and proud and amazing. And um, And my heart goes out to all of them. Like, good Yeah, just good people. Good people. Like, like, when we talk about, like, the idea behind this being, like, internet friendships and how you maintain and keep them and the things that you do together, they epitomize that. They are they are mm-hmm. true friends that have figured out how to make it, like, they make it work online. Like, they will be there for you. You you can say it. You can talk about anything. You can ask them for help. I've seen people be like, I can't afford dinner. And the, the group Venmo's ever Like, it's just, it's been such an incredible community to be a part of. It, it epitomizes it's why I'm we're doing the pot like the podcast like at yeah. the end of the day their example that was set for us that we joined the community we joined and built off of is why today we're sitting here being like let's talk about what it means to be friends online because they were the first real example we had of that so yep huge shout out to glitches get stitches we love you very very much um so and Jeff, we still have that suicide pact. I got you. We'll die on a bouncy castle together. I promise. And if you guys ever get the joy of tasting Dakota, like chips and food in general, like Dakota throws a great party. I'm just gonna put that out there. I cannot. Great wait. party. I am looking forward to one of We need to get you out here for Comic Con. Oh yeah, that's a big another big. I mean, I guess we could make this announcement six podcasts for now but uh, the plan is for me to be at comic-con the plan is to have a uh have us dress up as something we haven't figured out maybe we'll do a, a user vote for cosplay we have some ideas That'd be cool. um but maybe you guys will be the deciding factor between the ideas um so but yeah huge shout out to glitches get stitches but well i think this was a fantastic first episode yeah. and um i would like to oh, shout yeah. out anybody who stuck with us also, this long um you wanted to do something at the end where we uh like express gratitude or like give a shout out to specific i mean yeah shout outs to people in general like at the end of a podcast is a thing right okay. like i don't i don't listen to a ton of podcasts but like, like every podcast we shout out and then we tell you that you need to go get a hello fresh subscription for 20 percent off if you use code babs and bell <laughs> i think that last time i was very emotional because i was drunk so in my uh, emotional state, oh, I was like, I, I really need to thank Babs for, like, creating. I think you do. You have my half of it. I do. I'll just pay <laughs> in her being like, this is my thing. I want to do it. I'm really like, and me just be like, oh, my God. 
I just, <laughs> I just like, I'm, I'm really grateful for this existing and it's basically an acknowledgement to the, the listeners and viewers and the people who are around because I know we're kind of small and we're kind of weird and I appreciate everybody who comes through and watches us and gives us any sort of attention because I'm intention whore. Um, <laughs> so thanks for sticking out. Thanks for hanging out. And I really, I, we want you guys to come back and let us know what, what you liked about it and what you want to see. And we may or may not accommodate you based on whether or not it fits into what we want to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, if uh, your mother's pubes made you uncomfortable as a child, try out Manscaped, 20% uh, off with code Bats and <laughs> Thanks so much for watching. No, I'm kidding. Literally, if you try to do that, you won't get a discount. And manscaping, if you heard that, we're down. But Wait, like, manscaping is an actual, like, oh, company? Yeah. There's yeah, a company no, just huge, called manscaping? No, and they're huge with podcasters. Like, every podcast oh. I to is like, we're going to be right back after this ad break. Hey, man, have you and your, is your bush overgrown? Do you have ha terrible hair problems down there? Guess what? I got something to tell you. Manscape, God, it's so much I better did, than your average razor. I did get an email from HelloFresh telling that they could for me so like help I get that all the time everyone labs where it's like hey you tell tell your viewer i'm like yeah i'll tell my four viewers they should get it <laughs> <It'll> work <laughs> um but yeah no i'm kidding there's no sponsorship yet um yet but we will uh, we will we're gonna get there we're gonna kill it actually i'm 90 percent sure i know our first one but i will bring oh, that up I, later i was gonna also mention the one that i have with parade which is an awesome lingerie company that i feel like bell and i oh, yes. their lingerie on stream and use the code um so i might 100 so i don't know why we're talking about this to you guys our plans for our podcast monetization <laughs> so you guys love this content um, yeah, for real i uh in terms of gratitude and uh promotion well first of all bell didn't actually promote herself so we're gonna say real fast follow her on instagram yeah it's yeah, it's that girl now, right? Uh, on Instagram, I have to double check, but you, uh, uh, yeah, it's that girl on Twitch. Which, um, um, yes, it's the same on Instagram. So yeah, it's that girl. Um, no, actually, TikTok is no idea. I guess my name with periods in between because I didn't know what to name myself Listen, on TikTok. This girl is a mess. We'll just link everything below. <laughs> um, but There's a there is a link tree. Yeah. There's a link. There's a link tree on all of our accounts. So just give us a follow. Give her a follow. It's super appreciated. Even it just helps. You know, it helps do the thing. Promotes us. Puts us in the algorithm. Um, and then for me, my huge gratitude, obviously, here today is Belle, because uh, this is all a brainchild of us being best friends for four years. So I'm really excited about it. We'll see where this goes. Really, this is just for fun. We really just want to be friends and, and have an opportunity to plan to talk together at least twice a week. <laughs> Seriously. Um, but yeah, we're going to do lots of other fun things, like she said. Whether like, Let us know what you want, but we'll figure it out whether or not you like it or not. <laughs> Um, we like yeah. suggestions, but we're not guaranteed to pick up what you exactly. suggest. How about that? Um, so drop suggestions if you have cool ideas for what we should do. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, grateful to you guys, the viewers, because like Belle said, we're a relatively small community, but the people who are engaged are so engaged. And that's like part of the reason we're also doing this is like, not only did we want this opportunity to be friends, but like to get to know you guys and hang out and give you some extra content on top of what we already do. Um, so I'm really grateful to you guys. And then ultimate shout out to Glitches Get Stitches this, uh, this episode, just because they're the reason we're here um so yeah just overall grateful um for me um so it feels so weird to self-promote but like uh my social medias are all in my link tree 
my main one for Instagram is Gotham's Batgirl. And then if you search Babs Gordon on anything, all you're going to find is the first Batgirl. But if you dig deeper, you'll find me on OnlyFans, which if you want to sub, I'm having a discount right now. It's fun. I have a good time. Like, I do things. Like, I do super nerdy things. Like, I'm publishing a comic book reading video soon. There's that squirting video I mentioned earlier. All sorts of cool stuff on there. Um, and then I have everything else. Twitter, TikTok, all that bullshit. So any follow support and then the big thing i think the final thing would be this is our first episode so downloading it listening to it across the platforms liking it on sharing YouTube, it anywhere sharing you want it, so helpful so supportive you don't have to watch the whole thing i'm gonna have to cut this down at some point anyway because it's literally two hours unless we decide to just go for a two-hour intro podcast um but just like sharing it liking it just a comment is just so helpful so um yeah but um we love you guys, and thank you so much for listening. So, um, and we'll catch you next time. We'll catch you next time.